This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Annual Passes. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme park related rides, shows, attractions, movies, snacks. I try to come up with a different list every single time. I am your host, Jack Patillo, and of course, joining me as always is my beautiful, lovely, and talented co-host, Mr. Jeff Ramsey. Hi, Jeffrey. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jack. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing pretty well today. We, we've got a fun episode planned today. We're talking about one of my favorite defunct attractions of all time, Cranium Command. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Do you know anything about Cranium Command? Probably what you you never got to see it, I don't think. All right. Well, we'll get into that. It's going to be lots and lots of fun. Uh, hi, everyone out there hanging out and uh, listening or watching the show. You can watch it at YouTube.com slash Annual Pass or on Rooster Teeth. You can listen to all the you know various platforms Cranium that... Command. Heck yeah, man. Sounds like a branch of the military. Kind of. It's kind of... That's sort of brought up, actually. Uh, anyway, don't forget, you can go to store.roosterteeth.com, grab some merchandise. We have brand new uh, brand new lanyard with pins. We have our pin starter, uh, pin starter sets. Excuse me. We have some new shirts up in the store as well. We got some really, really cool shirts, the new Epcot theme shirts, which this is an Epcot attraction, so it actually works out pretty I, well. I, I say, uh, uh, with all sincerity, uh, our, our merchandise is much better than our podcast. So, <laughs> Thank if you're you. going to invest Thank any you. time or effort into either, go with the merch. Man, like we have so many awesome ideas planned for merchandise, but we got to sell the stuff we have right now. You have a drinking problem there? Yeah, you're just spilling yeah. stuff all over yourself? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have, we have a bunch of stuff planned in the future, but it's kind of like once it's almost like once we hit a threshold, like, oh, we sold this amount. Now we can release more stuff. So, uh, yeah, we've got a lot of really neat things coming down the pipeline, including some running stuff. We're already talking, I'm working with Tony I, right now. I haven't responded in that thread because it's kind of your deal, but I'm very excited about it. Man, we the stuff they came up with looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, we we're we're currently right now in our Discord. Actually, by the time you're listening to this, we've probably decided. But in our Discord, which you can find a link in the description below, I think now with a uh, a link that does not expire, we be, we keep posting links that were expiring. I think I figured out how to make it not expire anymore. Anyway, that'll be in the description below. We have a runners club in our Discord, which is awesome. Uh, everyone's so supportive and friendly and loving, and we have so many people who are going to be going to do like the Disney races and races all over the country. Some people up in Chicago doing races. It's 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 awesome. Uh, uh, but we're coming up with the, the the name right now. And Jeff, it's between two names okay. that are neck and neck. It's Annual Fast and the Rope Drop Runners Club, which is both I like. Which is both I like. Well, I like both of them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, what is it again? The Rope Drop Runners Club? Yeah, yeah. So RDRC. 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 I like that. I like being able to say RDRC, <laughs> and you can that, that can be like a greeting, like RDRC to you, sir. Oh, oh, oh RDRC to you, madam. Yes, RDRC, 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 RDRC. So I'm gonna go with that one. Okay, cool. So, uh, but uh, Tony, who's our who's our merch guy, he's already like mocked up some ideas, and they all look awesome. And I can't wait to see them on like an actual like athletic shirt and stuff you can wear around. Like, I, I want a running hat as well. I keep wearing my annual pass hat whenever I go running, and it gets all sweaty and gross. Like your big f- like snapback like flat. Hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, I do that because my hair is so long right now that it falls into my eyes. Mm. Even with the even with my headband that I wear, it still goes over the headband down into my eyes. So I have to wear something to keep it all back. 
So uh, that's that's my life right there. First world problems. The first world problems. So join our Discord over at uh, in the link below in the description. And, uh, and quick before it expires, <laughs> and and jump in. Uh, we have some. We, there's a bunch of awesome groups in there. There's uh, there's park photos. There's memories. There's obviously the running group. Uh, there's memes. There's fan art as well. There's a main a main street chat where people just talk about whatever. Do you know Florida is flooding right now? Excuse me. Have you have you seen the images coming out of like Epcot where like it's ankle deep water throughout the whole like World Showcase area? No. Yeah, it's it's been like raining like crazy, and there I saw I saw a video of uh, of um, the Hollywood Boulevard in Disney's Hollywood Studios, like the main street when you walk in, the water was above the curb. Like on the street, because you know it's like a street and they have curbs on the side. Yeah, it was filled the entire center area and was spilling over the curbs into the gift shops. It was crazy. What's Do going you on get right a now. discount uh, when you go on those days? I'm gonna guess not. Hmm. And so, as a matter of fact, someone posted today. I think uh, uh, Universal News today posted uh, an image of them going into the into uh, Jurassic Park. It was the big gates and just flooding with water. So it's it's pretty wild. Ben, do you, do you have something you want to show us here? So I they, they keep it open during yeah. this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Good. I mean, most a lot of the attractions are indoors, and like as far yeah. as we know, they're not getting flooded. But. Uh, it's it, it's absolutely wild that you know, but it, that's that's Florida though. You know, Florida deals with rain. If it was snow, that's a whole other story. Yeah. All right, Ben, what you got for us? Oh, we shown a video of uh, of Hollywood. Oh at that. wow! So we're looking at a video of, of Hollywood Studios. You can see the crossroads of America, and people are literally like like shin, shin deep in water. It's insane. That just doesn't seem that, safe. That, there's Mission Space by Ep, uh, by Epcot. So there's back to Hollywood Studios. Look at look at all the electricity around there. One <laughs> open wire, and all those people are barbecuing. I know the sick thing is, look at the kids sitting down, like that are getting completely covered. It's like who would want their well, kid to be sitting in that? Even groceries, you know, those kids are going to the bathroom, right? <laughs> well, that's what you do. You know, when you go floating the river, you yeah. go, you know, pee into it. But anyway, they, they should uh, capitalize on that and create like Main Street gondola service. <laughs> So if you're out there, stay safe. You know, it's a, you know, obviously you want to have fun, but be safe and don't get, you know, don't drive your car through <laughs> Main Street USA and get, you know, washed away or anything. It's, it seems like we need to get on top of launching, uh, forget about a poncho. We need uh, annual pass rain boots. Yeah. Or like those little, like the water wings. Hip huggers. Yeah. Oh, water wings. Yeah. That's great too. That'd be good. So, um, and hey, one little piece of news before we get into the episode. If you are a runner, if you're, if you're, you know, one of, one of our annual pass runners, RDRC, RDRC, and uh, you're interested in running in the wine and dine race over at uh, at, at, Univers- or at uh, Disney World in November, so that the race is going to be November fourth through sixth. That's a five k, ten k, and a half marathon. Registration for that begins next week. So it begins on the twenty second at ten a.m. Eastern. So if you're listening to this now. Write it on your calendar if you want to sign up for Wine and Dine. I will not be doing that one because that is Extra Life Community Weekend. Mm. So I'll mm. be here in Austin running our Extra Life Community Weekend. And then the weekend after that is our Extra Life Week. So, right. uh, yeah. So I can't make that one, unfortunately, but I will be there in spirits. And uh, last last year, the mer- the the medals for that were incredible. They were really, really, really cool. The the challenge medal, the one you get for doing all of them. The spinner? Uh, uh, not, not, this wasn't a spinner. It was one. It was, uh, it was, is it Yzma and Kronk? From uh, uh, Emperor's New Groove, you know I don't know. <laughs> it, it had a little like uh, like a, a potion jar uh-huh. that had like sparkly pink stuff that would actually like move around inside. Oh. It was really really cool. That's cool. And so I missed that on that one. But anyway, so registration for that opens up next week on the twenty second at ten a.m. Eastern time. Set your calendar because those things sell out very very fast. So that's it for my news, Jeff. You ready to talk about Cranium Command? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. You know when I took the ASVAB. I was interested in Cranium Command, but I didn't make a high enough score, <laughs> so I had to join the army instead. 
Oh, well, I'm I'm sad. I'm sad that happened for yeah. you. But you you could have made the cranium commander. You should have gone to General Knowledge and asked him if you could have joined <laughs> the cranium command. Who is an actually is actually a character. Is that the, in the character show. General that, Knowledge? Well, General Knowledge runs the runs the cranium the, command. The cranium command. Yeah. Buzzy is your character. He's the main character of, of cranium command. Uh, this opened up October nineteenth, nineteen eighty nine. So this was a later addition to Epcot. Okay. Uh, again, we're talking about Epcot in Florida. Um, mm-hmm. This was part of the Wonders of Life Pavilion. Which uh, is now gone. Actually, the Wonders of Life Pavilion shut down uh, about a decade ago at this point. Uh, the whole pavilion was sponsored by MetLife. It had a really cool double helix in front of it. And uh, now they are they're turning the Wonders of Life Pavilion into the Let's Play Pavilion. I know we should go after them for copyrights. Excuse me. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're doing a Let's Play Pavilion now, where they're gonna have like, in, like it's the Wonders of Life was all about how the body works and stuff. From what I can tell, this is kind of like, sort of like that, kind of like you know, let's play, let's get some energy and stuff. But you see like Wreck It Ralph in that one. You see a whole bunch of characters like that. So who's the head of Disney right now? Bob Chapek. Bob Chapek. Yeah, Bob, if you're listening, and I have a, I have it on good authority, you are. Uh, <laughs> I will sell you the Let's Play YouTube channel. Oh yeah, uh, for uh, low seven figures. Oh okay, yeah, and some annual passes as well. Well, let's do potentially. How many popcorn buckets is that? <laughs> <laughs> How many popcorn buckets can we get for the? I Let's just Play want a channel? discount on a desert house. Oh man. <laughs> so it opened up October nineteenth, nineteen eighty nine, and it shut down January first, two thousand and seven. Uh, Cranium Command was definitely it's a it's a. It's a relic of its time, Jeff. If I if I just say if I just said Cranium Command and I said it was a show, what do you think Cranium Command is? Uh, I, I the, every time you say it, it reminds me of this show I used to watch when I was a kid called Brain Games. Okay, Brain Games. <laughs> Did you ever watch that? No, it no. Was on HBO. Yeah. Brain game. It's funny that there were there were a couple shows that are similar to Cranium Command that I was thinking of. Mm. One of which is on HBO. But uh, so what? What do you think Cranium Command is, Jeff? Oh, I think it's about like uh, it's a it's a bunch of uh, stuff to to increase your mental acuity and uh, show you. Uh, how how smart you are with that? With it, you didn't even realize it. I, I, no, no, not it's close. No, not really. What but, is it? Uh, so, did you ever see the TV show Herman's Head? Yeah. So it's it uh, one of the original, one of the early Fox shows. Yeah, yeah. So it, this is similar to that. The whole idea of Cranium Command is showing how the different parts of the body interact and work together to keep you working. So uh, inside of Cranium Command, it is uh, you you step into this theater. First is a pre-show, an animated pre-show, which is uh, just neat facts about that. From that, uh, that kind of explains the premise. You know, it's like basically you are a pilot inside of a, a brain. You're you're, mm. you're you're a you're a Cranium Commander, and so general knowledge explains to you this is what's going on. And uh, and if you if you don't do a good job, you're going as the head of a chicken. So uh, that's that's the 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 danger. That's mm. the bad thing. So you go inside the theater. And uh, you realize you're looking, you know, like in Men in Black, when uh, when in the first Men in Black movie, when that alien was inside the guy's head and like slid open and he was like controlling it. Mm-hmm. It's like that, basically. Mm. So uh, there's a character named Buzzy who is controlling this this uh, this human. And in uh, through you, you literally have like eyeballs that he sees out of and you see what the person's looking at. And there's other screens around um, that actually represent different parts of the body. So like the heart is there and the brain is there. Left brain, right brain. The, the stomach is there. And then the uh, what is it? The uh, uh, what's it called? The hypothalamus is also there as I was, well. I was going to say that, actually. Really? <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, so here, this is from Wikipedia here. Uh, the show script was written by Ginny Tripp, a staff writer for Disney feature animation and directed by Jerry Reed 
Seas, who in addition, who in addition to many other Disney film-based attractions, directed The Brave Little Toaster, which is oh. fun. The pre-show itself was the first directing effort of Gary Truesdale and Kirk Wise, famous for later directing Beauty and the Beast and The Hunchback of Notre Dame. So that's kind of cool. So, so like they, this is where they cut their uh, cut their teeth. They cut their teeth their on Disney on a teeth. brain. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so it, again. It opened up nineteen uh, uh, October nineteen ninety nine. October nineteenth, nineteen close two thousand seven. Close to well, it's, relic of the past of its time. It shut if you down two thousand seven. January fourth, two thousand four, began to operate seasonally. The whole Wonders of Life Pavilion started going to seasonally, so it was only open during busy times, which. Now it feels like it would be open all the time because it's, yeah, it's when isn't it busy? nonstop busy. Uh, so here's a little like blurb about the show. Helping him pilot the 12 year old, the 12 year old named Bobby uh, via appearances on other screens were the logical left brain, the wacky right brain, the hungry stomach, the panicky bladder, uh, the adrenal gland, uh, the heart's right and left ventricles. And uh, the uh, monotone hypothalamus, hypothalamus as well, which regulated auto- atomic, uh, excuse me, autonomic body functions, uh, which was a, a, actually a robot in the show. Okay. So it popped up. It kind of was like this little robot thing. Buzzy was an animatronic. He's a little dude, and he sits on a thing, and he's like controlling things. He's a little guy moving around and stuff. There's a whole story behind him as well. But all of the other bits, other than the hypothalamus and Buzzy, were live-action video representations of uh, of the different parts. Okay. So I, I want to challenge you here. So think about this. This is okay. this is late nineties. Yeah. Full of comedians. Full of comedians. Okay. Who do you think was the left brain? Which Lee is Anderson. That was that the left brain is this is more of your logical thinking. Oh, Lewis Black. Lace. Late nineties. Late nineties. Jeff, come on now. You got this. Think like SNL type people. Like uh, Phil Hartman. Close. Very close. Kevin Nealon. Not they're not all <laughs> Kevin Nealon's in the show, but not that not he's not the left brain. Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin. Yeah, I think okay, you know, like sure, sure. From Beethoven. Now, yeah, no, I know who Charles Grodin is. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm throwing it up for the audience. The audience he's a grumpy acerbic. So guy. He, he's your straight lace kind of like his his whole set's all black and white with like files and stuff. Around okay, him. the right brain, the more loving kind of friendly like creative brain. Who do you think that is? Like Rita Rudner floating around. It's a dude. It's a dude. Yeah, yeah. Late nineties. SNL. Come on now. Uh, Rob Schneider. No, no, no. Almost. Chris Farley. John Lovitz. John Lovitz. John Lovitz. Okay. Plays the right brain. He's a lot of fun. Now, okay, blast from the past to a pair of characters from SNL playing the left and right ventricle of the heart. Who do you think would be strong guys playing the heart? Oh, it'd be Kevin Nealon and Dana Carvey. That's right. Hans and Franz, who are they're not referred to as Hans and Franz, right. but they are the But the same characters. Same characters. Of, yeah. They're wearing the great they're wearing the whole outfits and everything. It's it's Hans and Franz. It's not specifically called Hans and do Franz. Do they do they do like their catchphrase and stuff? Uh they're like they say like about pumping you up. Okay. And like, oh we're gonna yeah. have to pump you up. And uh anyway, uh not an SNL character, but who do you think would be the adrenal gland? Who represents absolute chaotic energy in the nineties? <laughs> Sam Kinison. Close, close. <laughs> uh, it's a guy or girl? It's a guy. Uh, I, I know. I, I know you love this guy too. So, oh gosh, now I'm scared to say anything. <laughs> uh, not on SNL, but a stand-up. Yes, in the '90s. Yes, I'll say he was in. He was in a. He was in a, uh, a, a police academy movie. One of them. Oh, it's not Steve Gutenberg though. No, not Gutenberg. It's not Powers Booth. No, uh, it's not. Uh, Oh gosh, you give up? No. Yes, <laughs> Bobcat Goldwaith. Bobcat Goldwaith. <laughs> oh really? That's awesome. He's the adrenal gland, which is perfect for him. He's like ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That rolled sight like he was. He was great. In that he movie. was so good. Uh, and then you had uh, the uh, who am I missing here? 
the bladder was actually just like the, the bladder pops up for like one thing, and he's just a panicky dude. He's uh, Jeff Doucette, who was like he was only in it for one thing. Uh, but the stomach played by the lovable George Wint from Cheers. Aww. Yeah, so he's yeah. he's down in the stomach like, hey, you gotta give us some food down here. That's a good stomach. It's pretty good. So George Wint's a pretty Is that good everybody? Uh, and see, uh, Bobby, who's like the, uh, uh, who, Bobby's the kid. He's like this 12-year-old boy that you're you're in the in the head of. Uh, he also, the same the same guy who, or the same actor who was Bobby in the movie, you see him like in a reflection real quick. It's a kid named Scott Curtis. He also does the voice of Buzzy as well in the uh. show. So, you know, that makes sense that the voice of the, the person would be would also be the, the voice person, of yeah. the, the cranium commander. And I think that's all of them. Uh, that's a pretty star-studded cast, especially back then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was pretty pretty big, pretty big. So, uh, yeah, but it's fun because the whole the, the whole set is really neat, too, because it's all these different screens. You have two eyeballs. Like, imagine if you were to, like, pull your face off, like, you know, like John Travolta, and you could kind of see through the back of your head. you got two eyes, and he's got little, like, monitors all over the place. There's, like, representing the, the heart and, you know, all the different things. They pop up as the show goes mm. on. And uh, not only that, but Buzzy's also on, like, this swinging chair thing. And so if, you know, if the character looks left and the camera's painting, to the left, Buzzy will slide to the right to kind of give the, the feeling of motion. You're not mm. actually moving. You're sitting in a theater watching all this stuff happening, gotcha. which you don't really get these kind of shows anymore. And it, it was a great show for its time. Hey, guys, let me take one minute here to uh, tell you about our sponsor today on Annual Pass, and that is RTX, the best convention in the world. Not only that, there's a podcast festival happening during RTX. I don't know why I said happening like that. Happening during RTX 2022. Uh, you like podcasts. I'm reading copy now. So, you know, this, is, this isn't me talking. This is, this is me reading copy now. You like podcasts. Did you know that there's a podcast festival at RTX Austin this year? Podcasts of all kinds will be going to Austin, Texas, July 1st through 3rd to do live recordings of their shows. And you could be there. That's right. You listening and or watching right now could go to the podcast festival. Annual Pass is going to be there. I'm just going to say, if you ever wanted to see us record live, that's going to be a place to do it. Uh, add some funds to your summer plans. Come see your favorite podcast in person and discover new favorites at RTX Austin. RTX Austin takes the best in podcasting, gaming, and animation and brings it all into Austin, Texas for one unforgettable weekend. RTX is like the best time ever you should absolutely go if you haven't ever done it before step into the exhibit hall let me okay join me with you join me with you that doesn't make sense join me now as we step into the exhibit J jeff's not here jeff we're going to the exhibit exhibition hall we'll see stuff he's not he's not responding as much but that's okay step into the exhibit hall and be transported to another world filled with cosplayers live gaming indie artists and more. That's right. Some amazing artwork. I love going down the, the indie artist lane and finding cool stuff. Maybe even like a nice candle, too. Just saying. It's, it's always good times. Of course, health and safety is our number one priority. This is the important stuff right here. Masks will be required during the event, and we will follow city guidelines as well. If you're unable to, to attend, <clears throat> if you're unable to attend due to COVID, we will work with you to postpone your badge for the following year or request a refund. So we're being very careful about that. So please, you know, uh, the, our, you know, our safety and your safety is our number one priority for this whole thing. You know, we want everyone to have a good time. Now, if you go to bit.ly slash RTX Austin 22, all lowercase bit.ly slash RTX Austin 22 numbers two two to grab your badge for RTX Austin and get ready for a weekend filled with the best of podcasting, gaming and animation. That's bit.ly 
bit.ly slash RTX Austin 22. <laughs> That's bit.ly slash RTX Austin 22 to get your badge today. See you in Austin, July 1st through 3rd. You can always stay the 4th too and see fireworks. That's always fun or, you know, go like, I don't know, some, something peaceful and relaxing. I don't know if Ellie's going to be here. She's been walking back and forth across my desk this whole time. But RTX Austin is going to be a lot of fun. Annual Pass is going to be there. It's going to be our first in-person RTX that Annual Pass will be represented at. So you can come out and say hi. We'll be doing something fun on stage. Maybe we'll get some guests. Who knows? It's going to be lots of fun. But check it out if you if you feel up to it. If you want to come to Austin, a beautiful city in the middle of summer, maybe go for a run. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But come on down. So that's going to be it for our sponsor this week. Again, thank you very much, RTX Austin, for sponsoring Annual Pass. Let's get back to this show. What's the, let's just try that one more time. Take it back to the top. Let's get back to the show. Much better. But uh, Jeff, are you ready to go with me into the Cranium Command and uh, see how all this stuff works? It's going to be interesting because this is not really a super exciting thrill pack show, but I'll do my best to make it sound thrill pack. Am I going to get to see all of uh, some of my favorite nineties comedians? You, you will, you will Jeff. If and that's uh, all I need, assuming that, you know, Dana Carvey and, and Kevin Nealon and well, George Wentz are certainly a big here. George Wentz and Kevin Nealon. Fan. <laughs> so, all right, Jeff, here we go. We're going to go and uh, get this, this thing's it. in the way. Oh God, I'm trying to show you, but the thing's in the way. All right. Here we go, Jeff. We are going as the Cranium Command. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right, here we go. Jeff! Yeah. Hey, Jeff, we're at Epcot! I'm tired. My feet hurt. I want to sit down. It's hot outside. It's wet. It's raining everywhere. A boat just went by Main Street. <laughs> that's Well, there's no Main Street in Epcot, but that's okay. But maybe like, if all else fails, we can just get into the, the spaceship Earth and just float away. It'll be great. Okay. Because it'll be maybe I, I assume it's like some sort of life raft, right? That's how Noah's Ark works. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, but today, Jeff, we're gonna go to the Wonders of Life Pavilion. It's the '90s. Are there seats? Can I sit down? Yes. yes. Oh, it's perfect. Okay. okay, Jeff. So we're going to the Wonders of Life Pavilion. It's the big, it's the big Astrodome-looking building. We're gonna go inside. Well, look at all this stuff. There's a lot of neat stuff in here. Cool. But way in the back, in the back, Jeff. That's where we're going. We're going to Cranium Command, Jeff. I'm very excited. All right, Jeff. We're in the pre-show now. We've got we're watching the video. It's a cartoon, and his general knowledge explaining what's going on. He's like, some people need their brains, and some people don't. And he like shows a picture of Ernest, and it's like, oh, Ernest P. Whirl, he needs his brain. But and he's like, if you don't do a good job, you're gonna be in a chicken. And he's like, no, I don't want to be in a chicken. And it's it's so sad. Okay, but he's like, all right, all right, recruits, get in there. And then we go we go in. Now we're in the theater, Jeff. Yay! We're in the theater. Look, we can see. You see two eyeballs. I think is it air conditioned? It, it is air conditioned. We're, Yay! We're sitting down, and you can see there's a little little, little guy. It's Buzzy. He's sitting on the thing. He's got a little hat, and he's got his gloves, and he's he's spinning around. All right, and the show's starting, Jeff. The show's beginning, and it's everything's still dark. And Buzzy's like, "Hey, it's real quiet in here." And then the general nods, like, "Hey, oh, hey, he's intimidating." And it's like, "All right, Buzzy, like this is your one shot. You don't don't mess this up." And we're sitting there, like, "Okay, oh, what's going on?" And then he realizes, "Oh, we're asleep, Jeff. We're sleeping." We're dreaming. We can actually see the dreams up in the sky, Jeff. It's it's like I don't know what he's dreaming about. What what do you think a twelve year old boy would be dreaming about? Uh, d d baseball. Baseball. <laughs> probably. He's probably it's a family show. All right, so you can hear the heartbeat. Oh, look, the hypothalamus. He's like, hello, I'm the hypothalamus. <laughs> How you doing? I just control everything you don't think about, like so, like breathing and blinking and everything like that. Nice. That's he. He has very monotone voice. Yeah. And you can see, like these little, there's little lines that show where, like, what's some, what's coming from what, like, what part. So, like, we see a line from the right brain, and so our right brain's controlling dreaming. Did you know right brain controls dreaming, Jeff? I, I didn't. Okay, well, oh, Jeff, we're wake up. Oh, it's crazy. Okay, we're awake, and we can see mom's like, hey, wake up. It's time for breakfast. Oh, it's time to crazy. get ready for school. And you can see, like, oh, every, all the different parts are starting to wake up, Jeff. All the different parts are starting to wake up. Look, the, the 
brain's like, all right, time to get ready. And then, so you're starting to run out. He's like, and then the left brain pops in. And he's like, hey, uh, don't you want to put some pants on? It's like, oh yeah, we should put pants on. <laughs> and so the uh, left brain is the pants side of the brain. Absolutely. And see, oh now look, we we get, we're meeting we're meeting Hans and Franz, Jeff. Oh wow, and they're they're pumping the heart. They're pumping the heart. And look, there's the adrenal gland. He was all excited because the alarm went off. And he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jeff, well, it's time. We don't have time really to uh to you know. Oh, there's eat. mom. Well, there's mom. She's like, hey, yeah, you're gonna be late for school. And so now we're we're gonna ignore our breakfast. And the stomach's like, wait, we need food. And then, the, but no, we don't. We have to get to school, Jeff. We're missing the bus. The bus is outside. We have to, we have to, we have to educate our bodies on eating, Jack. That, that's true. Like, we're running after the bus. Oh, no. Okay, so now, the but we missed the bus, Jeff. We missed the bus. We got to get to school on time. And the left brain's like, okay, I'll come up with an alternative plan. And so the, the left brain gives us a path, and now we're running through a neighborhood. And there's a dog. Ah! ah. ah. And the adrenal glands are out. And the Hans and Franz are they're beating the heart. And the stomach's like, oh, we could use some food down here. Remember that breakfast we skipped? And it's like, oh, this is like a very fair. Bueller type scene. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like now we're running uh, past people. And uh, okay, Jeff, we've we've made it to school. It was just like two blocks away. Apparently, it's in our backyard. It seemed. I guess so. I guess so. Like the heart's really beating. Okay, Jeff, now we're gonna get to class. We're gonna we're in our classroom. Oh, Jeff, there's a girl next to us. Gross. Oh, look, and we're we're like, don't don't touch her. She's got cooties. She's new to school, Jeff, and she's and our, I think our our heart is like oh, it's fluttering. Look at our little making little heart beats. They're instead of normal beats. And and Hans and Franz are like, ooh, we like her. And then so, uh, yeah, now, okay, but we're not paying attention, Jeff. We weren't paying attention. And now in our, our chemistry experiment, it's all it's all on fire. Oh, no. Oh, the adrenaline. We set our mortar and pestle on fire? We did. We did. And now the left brain's like, oh, no, that's not good. Okay. Okay, well, we've made it out there. we made it out there. We're alive. We're okay. That's okay. Now we're at lunchtime, Jeff, and the, the stomach's really happy. George went down there. He's like, thank you. We need food. And like the lunch lady's super nice. And look, oh, there's the girl, Jeff. She, no, there she is again. She's she's uh, she's there. And the, Which side of the brain stalks this new girl? <laughs> Oh no! Oh no, Jeff! There's bullies. There's bullies, Jeff. They're they're picking on her. And the left brain's like, let me let me take care of this. And the left brain's like, excuse me, gentlemen. You know you're actually being blah 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 blah. And the These bullies guys look pretty tall. The bullies don't like that at all, Jeff. And look, the bullies they throw us into a trash bin, Jeff. They <laughs> yeah. throw us into a trash bin. And now the right brain's like, let me take over. I'll take over. Let me let me let me take care of this. I know what to do. And now he's giving battle options. And look, oh, we got food. Oh, Jeff, we started a food fight. We started a food fight in the, in the cafeteria. Awesome. Whee! Oh. And they're all throwing stuff around at each other, and it's crazy. It's wild. And everyone's going, like, all the different parts of the body are freaking out and, and getting out of control, Jeff. The adrenal glands, like, wow! Ah. And the stomach, at some point, we grab, like, a hot dog and throw it down there or something, too. And so George Wentz very happy. Oh. Uh, oh, no, and we're down. We're down, Jeff. There's alerts going off everywhere. And then the, the commander's, like, the, the general knowledge is back, and he's like, what are you doing in there, Buzzy? And what, what are we doing, Jeff? We're, we're covered in goop. That's true. That's true. And he's like, "All right, I'll give you one last chance." And so now, uh, like, so Buzzy's like, "Okay, we got guys. We have to work together. We're we're a team here. We all we, we all want this this kid to do well." Uh oh. And now there's the principal, and she is upset. And so now we're going to the principal's office, and Buzzy's like, "Okay, let, let's let's do this the right way." And he apologizes, Jeff. He apologizes. He's like, "Listen, I'm sorry. Smart, smart. I was out of my head, and I apologize." And the principal's like, "All right, well, don't let this happen again." And then oh, it's like, "Oh, that's good." And now look, Jeff. It's the, uh, the the girl the girl's back. She's like, oh, and she's like, thank you for for helping me out there, Jeff. And now everyone's like, whoa! And she kissed us, Jeff. No. She gives us a kiss on the cheek. She gave us a kiss on the cheek, and like now the 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 stomach's like, oh, who ordered the butterflies? And there's a butterfly <laughs> down there, and everyone's like floating and We're happy. Definitely dreaming about baseball tonight, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's so good, Jeff. We've done it. It's so it's so nice. We're so happy now. Yay! 
This is how that show, how I how I met your mother, should have gone. <laughs> and then at the end, General Knowledge shows up and he's like, "All right, no, no chicken for you, Buzzy. You did a good job." And the chicken's like, "I don't need a brain. I'm going to politics." <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna do it. That's the end of the show, Jeff. We we've succeeded. We've made it through here. It's uh, it's so nice. And that is Cranium Command which is a really, really cool show, actually. It's a really well-done show. And the amount of stuff going on on this thing, I mean, there are screens all over the place, and they are all synchronized. How, uh, how many people could sit in this theater? It wasn't that big, honestly. I want to say a few hundred. And there was just one theater, right? They weren't running multiple. Yeah, it was just one theater. Uh, It was about a a 12-minute show with about a five-minute pre-show, and they would load about every 18 minutes. So it was not a whole lot right there. The main show was uh, presented in a 200-seat dimly lit theater. 200-seat. Wow, 200-seat. That's so wild to think. Yeah, yeah, because like now that is such small capacity. Did you go to that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a great show. I saw it actually when I was down there in 2002. Um, and I was with a friend, and I was like, I should probably film this thing. And they were like, no, you can't film it. And I was like, okay. But thankfully, people have snuck other yeah snuck cameras in there. If you haven't seen the show, you should absolutely watch it. It's up on YouTube as well. Um, there's a ton of really great uh, like uh, history videos about Cranium Command, about sort of like the creation of it. It's a really, really cool, cool, cool show. And uh, and so the stuff that happened to make it happen is really neat, too. That's uh, that's typical Epcot for you, always trying to trick you to learn while you're having fun. <laughs> that, that was, I mean, that was sort of the beauty of Epcot, when it was handled well, it was always like, oh, you're learning something, whether yeah. or not you realize it. And it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of neat. Like, you know, how many kids knew about the hypothalamus, you know? But now they're like, oh. Also- just about about 200 at a time. <laughs> and also that droning robot, like the, the hypothalamus, like, okay, here we go. Yeah. That was actually, uh, it was Kirk Wise, who was one of the directors of the of the show. Oh. So he actually stepped in and did the, the, the voice of it as well. Uh, I got some fun facts here. Um, so, uh the pre-show of Kratom Command, that was a fully animated uh, bit, like a five-minute little pre-show video. Uh-huh. That was the very last project, a, D- a Disney feature animation to be traditionally inked and painted on cells. The very last thing. From that point on, it's all computers. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are some cells in some aspects and like in a few things. Yeah. But as far as like full-length thing goes, that was the last thing done entirely on cell animation. Which is kind of wild. That's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild to think that because, I mean... Hmm, maybe it's Disney feature animation because I thought like Little Mermaid and Lion King. I guess maybe those were digital at that point. I don't know. But that was one of the facts from Wikipedia. If they're wrong. When did Little Mermaid come out? Uh, 89? Maybe? Same year this did, I, I guess. I guess so. Ben, when did Little Mermaid come out? Working on it. Working on it. Uh, Pete Doctor also was an animator on the show. So Pete Doctor, who ended up being a director at Pixar. Mm. I think he did uh, Monsters Incorporated and a few other shows. Still uh, never seen that movie. The third, the third movie that Pete Doctor did at Pixar was Inside Out. Which, if you know anything same, about, which is the same movie as this ride, yeah. Basically, he said like that that the ride inspired him for that movie. I mean, it was the same similar idea, but you mm. know, it's kind of a little bit more expanded upon, of course. Ben, the Little yeah. Mermaid came out November seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine. There you go. There you go. So I guess not. I hmm. Guess they were filmed in conjunction. Well, because they went on to Beauty and the Beast after this. And I remember the big thing about Beauty and the Beast was the the chandelier, like the ballroom scene that was CGI because mm. they kept showing the CGI thing. But I guess like fully hand painted cells. This might have been the last thing. I don't know. Hmm. If you if you know anything more about that, let us know in the comments over at Rooster Teeth. I would love to hear more about that. But uh, yeah, so that's gonna do it for Cranium Command. Again, uh, there are tons of YouTube videos out there, kind of explaining the history of Cranium, Cranium Command a little bit more in depth than we do here. We just have fun on the show and kind of have a lighthearted take on it and kind of what it would be. And I'm sad that you're not gonna be able to see this show in person, but you should you should totally watch the full video. I think I skipped an entire section. Yeah, of, no worries. I'll definitely. It's it, it's a fun show though. It was, it was a really good one. It's only like 12 minutes long. Ben, question over there, sir. Jack, sir. Are- are you not going to cover 
the theft of Buzzy. I forgot I should talk about the theft of Buzzy. So Buzzy Didn't you mentioned that to me the other day, and I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I think I had that in my notes actually. Uh, anyway, so Buzzy is the animatronic figure, a little about like a two foot tall dude who sits on the seat. What does he look like, by the way? I don't think I ever saw him. Uh, it's he's a little cute guy. Let's see if I, I got can a photo find for you. Uh, Ben's got a photo. That's that's the here's the animated version. There you oh, go. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a yeah, he's so a cutie. He's a little guy, a little green hat, sits on top of the uh, sits on top of a little chair that moves around. The animatronic figure, you know. But at the time, eighty nine was you know not a whole lot of animatronics out there. Um, so when the ride shut down in two thousand and uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> here did it shut down two thousand four or it's two thousand seven? Excuse me. The, the basically the theater sat there empty. Like I mean, like everything was still inside of it, all the characters, all the animatronics and stuff. And uh, apparently there were some urban explorers, which is a, a yeah, po- yeah, polite way of saying a trespasser. Yeah, uh, that got back there and they saw tags on Buzzy that basically said "Do not destroy." Because that Disney sends stuff to their archives where they like they put stuff away. It's like, oh, good. We'll have a performance later. We'll show stuff off. Like recently, one of the Dreamfinder ships from uh, Journey into Imagination showed up at like D23 out in California. So they were basically to hold on to this guy. Well, uh, at some point, Buzzy's gloves and hat went missing. Uh, someone got in there and stole his, his gloves and hats. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And then shortly after that, Buzzy was gone. He was just entirely gone, and the hydraulics and all the electronics going to him had just been severed. It's not like they were unplugged. They were literally cut, and, like, dangling cables were there. And uh, people were like, oh, my God, Buzzy's been stolen. Disney eventually came out, and they were like, oh, no, he hasn't been stolen. He's been moved. Meanwhile, there were people that they were prosecuting for theft, including of Buzzy. And, uh, yeah, so no one, as far as I know, no one's really sure where Buzzy is right now. Pretty sure he's been stolen and he's gone somewhere. Did they? But but you don't know if they caught the people. Uh, well, I mean, we don't know if it was the people that caught it. Ben, do you have more information on yeah, this? Yeah, so I did some digging into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, something you're going to find really interesting. So in early 2018, like Jack said, an urban explorer trespassing inside Cranium Command found that Buzzy and Hypothalamus had been tagged to be sent to the archives. Uh, later that year, an unknown person again trespassed into Cranium Command and stole Buzzy's headphones, hat, and bomber jacket. A police report was filed by Disney for these items. However, the individual who filed the report was unfamiliar with the appearance changes the animatronic had gone through over the years and erroneously reported Buzzy's rubber hands, which had not been used since 1990, as missing. The report also described a red jacket, actually Buzzy's brown one, which appears red due to lighting in the main photo of him that is commonly seen. And after this event, he remained in place, missing his hat and jacket. Shortly after the theft of the clothing, the entire Buzzy animatronic, including his command seat, were stolen from Cranium Command. He was cut from an already frayed point on his wiring connecting him to the back of the theater. Hydraulic fluid was found splattered around around the area. (laughs) Because there were no cameras in the backstage of the pavilion, no video footage was able to be procured. The individuals behind the theft, their method of removal, motive, and current whereabouts of Buzzy are unknown. A former cast member who ran the Twitter account Backdoor Disney was questioned by police following the animatronic theft as he had been a person of interest during that of the clothing. After his questioning, Backdoor Disney posted a photo of a rubber mold used to create Buzzy's face on display in a collector's gallery. Uh, news sites began to pick up the story and sensationalize it to a great degree, reporting the aforementioned photo as Buzzy's decapitated head. <laughs> in 2019, Buzzy's jacket, headphones, and hat were recovered after being sold to the Milwaukee Bucks player Robin Lopez. 
who did not realize they were stolen when he bought them. He reported that he was sold them by Backdoor Disney, who was arrested earlier in the year for stealing other items from Disney attractions. Wow. But we still don't know where Buzzy is. Don't know where Buzzy's gone. We got it. We got his hat and we got his, we got his, his headphones, his hat and his bomber jacket. Jeff, can, do you know anything about Robin? Like his, his, I, do, I know a lot about Robin Lopez. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it something that he would do? I know. Yeah. Well, there, I, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of these Disney collectors that get shady stuff. Like apparently John Stamos yeah. is big into collecting Disney stuff that he's not supposed to have. So I don't I don't know if Robin Lopez is uh, is like operating on the black market, but I do know he and his brother uh, Brooke are huge huge Disney fans. They're even in some commercials. Really? Like I've seen them appear like in like uh, like Disney esque commercials before. Huh. Um, and so they're uh, yeah they're like they're kind of like wacky like huge Disney and like animation cartoon lovers. Wow. So it doesn't surprise me that he would end up with it. But it, I, I, I would have a hard time think believing that he knew he was buying it stolen. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he seems like a pretty up and up dude. That's Stamos. He's dirty. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't trust him. I want to say Stamos or someone had uh, one of the rockets from like Disneyland, like one of the original rockets. I or something. So I, I watched recently. Stamos had something really cool that was really hard to get a hold of. Maybe it was like a like a a people mover car or something. I forget what it was, but anyway. apparently his backyard is just full of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's the the story of Buzzy. There's a whole lot to that. Maybe maybe we can get a, get a crossover with Red Web going here. We can try to find out a little bit more. Uh, apparently, Wes Ellis, who works here at Rooster Teeth, he uh, he he knows some people involved in kind of the shady Disney trades. So maybe we can get some like voice modulated stuff. Like the I whoa, never whoa, uh, whoa. I never trusted him. <laughs> hmm. So. That's going to do it for our look at the Cranium Command. Uh, again, if you know the whereabouts of Buzzy, let us know over at roosterteeth.com. That'd be great. I'm sure also the uh, Orange County Police Department would love to hear that, too. So maybe. It, it's, it's, it's never too late. Like, have you ever looked at that, read up on the saga of uh, all the ruby slippers that have disappeared and then oh, yeah. showed back up throughout time? The Buzzy, don't give up hope, Buzzy lovers. We do can you, still find them. Do you know where there, there was a pair of ruby slippers at Disney? No, where at the Great Movie Ride? Oh, really? Yeah, we actually oh. had we had some in our in our lobby area there's, for a while. I think there's like four original mm -hmm. pair. Yeah, kind of bouncing that, around. That that case was so sensitive that when we were cleaning, when we were vacuuming, we weren't supposed to touch the case. Really? Because even if they like, wiped down the glass, it would trigger alarms and stuff. Did you and ever trigger it? No. So mm -hmm. security would literally come in. I was there when it got triggered a couple times, and then eventually got replaced by uh, like one of the uh, the horses from the carousel from Mary Poppins. I mm. think they took mm. that spot, but then I mean they kept swapping out stuff. There was yeah. a, there was a maquette of one of the alien like things like the big gun from the original alien movie. It was it was neat stuff in there, but anyway, all right, that's going to do it for Cranium Command. Let's do some Q&A, Jeff. So, I'm going to shorten this stuff down. We're not going to do as many, you know, we, okay. I'm going to just do we'll pick a, kind of the cream of the crop here. Um these are from the Fantasmic episode we did. Okay. You remember okay. Fantasmic yeah. Mickey on top of the mountain mm -hmm. exploded and stuff. Um Someone actually asked, that was the fish bag episode, right? That was the fish bag episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. A lot of people were saying thank you for fish bag. They had never seen that before. <laughs> if you don't know want to talk about fish bag, go go rewatch de Pescado. <laughs> watch the Fantasmic episode for information on fish bag. It's a good one. Uh, Roman Heretic came in again and said, "What's your favorite snack you've gotten from a theme park?" Which I think we answered that last week. But uh, can can you think of any other snacks? I I I answered the Mickey Mouse sandwich, the ice cream sandwich, which apparently you can buy at like stores. You can get them at Costco. I saw like, Dole Whip in Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I, I'm not a anytime Dole Whip is not in Disney World or Disneyland to me is not real Dole Whip. 
I know it might be the exact same stuff, but there's something magical about eating it, you know, in Frontierland and watching the Aladdin's carpets or going over to like Jungle Cruise. But I have a hard time believing that I would enjoy Dole Whip more at Disney than I did at the Dole Plantation. <laughs> okay, that maybe, yeah, that maybe. But that, like being said, um, you know, in uh, there's only four places on the planet you can get maybe five now that you can get butterbeer, like official mm. butterbeer. Mm. Uh, the two Universal parks in the states, so the one in Hollywood, the one in Orlando, uh, and then the two. Parks overseas, which I think there's one in Japan, and I think the Shanghai one might also have a Diagon Alley or have a, a Hogsmeade as well. So you can get them there. And then at the Warner Brothers Studio Tour in London, okay, where they have all the sets and stuff. Mm. Uh, I've had three of them. I've done the two in the States, and I've done the one in, in London. One in London, not as good. That's like the Mexican martini challenge at all the Trudies in Austin. Yeah, to, <laughs> get, get all three get, of them. Yeah, get all three. Uh, but yeah, the one in London, I don't know what it was, but it just did not taste as good. Really? Yeah. The two, the, I mean, Hollywood and, and Florida were Different all, butter. I don't know. I don't know. I, it, like something about the soda because it's a it's a mix of things. It's two things. It's it's a beverage and then they put like uh, like whipped cream on the top mm. and it's like this butterscotch cream they like put on top and then it's like the like a cream soda for the bottom and the combination just makes that that butterbeer taste and something was wrong about the stuff in in London. I don't know if it was the soda was wrong or or what, but it's, it it was like Katie and I both had it. We we're like, oh, this isn't this isn't as good. It's sad. Anyway, uh, so do you have any other favorite snacks you can think of? Like, are you a big churro guy? Well, you know I'm a big churro guy. <laughs> I don't. I can't even believe you. I had churros night before last. They were so good. Wow, a lot, a lot of churros in the parks now. That's the, that's the next big thing. I don't because I guess you can travel with it easily. You can hold. Yeah, it they're walk. easy. They're not messy. Yeah, you know they they don't melt. I mean they're a little messy if they have a lot of like, sugar on them and stuff. But you kind of like just dust. But if your you just have off. like bog standard churros, yeah, the, the worst thing you're gonna do is dust off a little powdered a little sugar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas you know. It's uh, the humidity is like ninety percent in Florida, and it's eight. It's ninety five degrees. Your ice cream just uh, it, it it disintegrates in front of you. That's true. You got to eat that quick. Yeah. Well, where do you stand on funnel cakes? Uh, I'm okay with funnel cakes. I got no problems with funnel cakes. I like funnel cakes. You, do you have a funnel cake right now? I don't have a funnel cake well, on me right now. Don't bring up stuff that I can't. I've told you my eat. my the, my funnel cake story about uh, about Epcot and about uh, MC Parks, the 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 Minecraft park thing. I don't. So, so MC Parks is a it's a Minecraft server where they have recreated theme parks from all over the planet. And you can go in Minecraft and actually walk around these parks like a one to one scale. That seems like content for this podcast. Uh, we should probably go check it Do out. Some, some video. We, we did a couple of videos for Achievement Hunter, our, our side project, <laughs> our side project to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's not let's stop giving the good stuff to the side project. <laughs> and uh, but we got to walk around there. And I, I met this. I met two of the guys who are running the thing, uh, Ryan and Darren, super nice guys. And one of the first times I jumped in, they recognized who I was and they're like oh hey you know like thank you for checking out our stuff this is cool like you know we love your stuff yeah and uh and my, one of my favorite places in all of Epcot is the funnel cake stand over by the America Pavilion uh -huh. like the USA Pavilion in the back and uh I noticed they they had the stand but in the game they've built out where you can buy stuff you can buy like props and things and snacks and whatnot so they had the funnel cake stand but they didn't actually have funnel cakes and you couldn't buy it it was just like just a building there I was like oh man the funnel cake place isn't open and they're like oh yeah that's someone got to work on they had a couple of their people that night build out the funnel cake stand where you can buy funnel cakes, and the person serving you inside is me. Oh, it's, it's, it's like my avatar from Minecraft. Oh, that's great. Your little, he'll little trials guy. Yeah, so he'll sell you he'll sell you funnel cakes. That's awesome. Which is pretty wild. Congratulations. Thank dude. you. Thank you. So that, that was like so, super surprising. Like, oh yeah, we, we took care of that for you. And I went back and like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. So if you ever check out MC Parks, uh, just Google their information. It's awesome, awesome service. If you like Minecraft, go stop by it. and buy a funnel cake from Jack. And they have achievement hunter hats too. They made four. Us oh, in the game. So uh, yeah, because we did we did a whole 
scavenger hunt thing. So I go, like, oh, yeah, I'll make some hats for you. And I'm like, they're they're not selling it. You can't you can't purchase it with money. So I'm like, as long as you're not making money off of yeah. it, I don't care because they were they're, make, if they were making money off of it, Disney would be coming after them. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, so uh, repulsive hedgehog says, as a cast member, what do you do when a when a ride you operate is closed for maintenance or an extended period of time? It's a good question. So um. Anytime I was on the attraction and we go 101, which is we break down, if it was something that we knew we were going to be back up later in the day, typically we would have two or three people go out of the front of the attraction, like great movie ride, and be like, hey, guys, you know, sorry, we're, we're you know down for maintenance right now. We'll be back up in a little bit. Just come back later and check it out. And just so basically you have greeters kind of mm-hmm. like explaining what's going on because people, you know, this is before the age of cell phones where you just look and see like, mm-hmm. oh, it's broken. And so you do that and you just rotate out. So you spend like maybe 30 minutes outside then, you know, because there's maybe 15 of us working, but, you know, you don't need 15 people out there. So that'd be a time for us to kind of go clean like we vacuum and stuff. Seems like a, uh, a velvet rope and a sign could have done that job for you. <laughs> Not at Disney, though. You got to have the, you got to see someone. You gotta oh, the, right. The you got to have the, the, face. the, whatever the ac- acronym we learned a while back is. Yeah. Smile yeah. or keys. I think happy. Is what it was. No, um, not that one. The one from Cedar Park, which was way cooler. Oh, Okay. I don't know that one. Um, anyway, uh, but that also, if, if you went down for, like, maintenance, if you were going to be shut down for a while, like, if your attraction was going to be down for, like, two months for extended maintenance, they would typically send you to other attractions. Um, if it was something you were cross-trained, like, if you knew how to work at Rock and Roller Coaster, they would send you over there, and it's like, you know, you'd be another cast member there. But typically, if you weren't cross-trained somewhere, they would just send you as, like, a general um, kind of, like, area employee, mm-hmm. which means, like, for a parade, like, okay, we need you on the parade route, and, like, you would help set up the parade route, or, you know, as people come by, you tell them to stay in back, or they'd send you over like Fantasmic. Somewhere where it's a little bit more simple, where it's just kind of crowds and there's crowd control. In the army, they would call that detail. Yeah. You would have to go do detail. To yeah. Somewhere. So know. it's simple stuff, but I mean, it's not like, you know, your ride shut down, you're out of work for two months. Like, mm-hmm. no, they'll, they'll find places for you. There's all, there's plenty of places to go at Disney and they can always use more people. So. But, uh, yeah, the good question, though. So thank you very much for that. If you have any questions like that, feel free to ask down in the comments. I'm going to start pulling one or two questions per episode, some some better ones, and I really get into it. But, you know, we'll do some live streams, too, and we'll do some, like, live Q&A as well. So if you have any pending question, you can uh, also ask there. Um, but uh, every single week, too, I ask a question of you, the audience. Not only do you ask us, but I ask you. And uh, this week, or the Fantasmic Week, the question was, if you could get a free unlimited line skip pass for one ride at any theme park in the world, what park or ride would it be? Uh, I forget what I think I said Velocicoaster for me because that's such a great ride. And we had some pretty good answers too here. Um, Ham Slice 26, great username. This is all from roosterteeth.com, by the way. Unlimited pass for the Great Bear at Hershey Park. It is one of the smoothest coasters I've ever been on and is always a fun ride. There you go. The Great Bear. I know nothing about the Great Bear. I know we have to ride it. I do. We well, there's so many places we got to go. So like, many. Th- this year, we're, this year we're gonna hit up quite a few parks. Thank you. Like we should go to either SeaWorld or Six Flags pretty soon. Yeah, they got that crazy roller coaster. I keep getting uh, ads for <laughs> all over the place. Uh, Mountain Man Ryan says unlimited pass for Smuggler's Run. This ride mm. awakes the little kid inside of me. I just always have a blast. Whether it's a pilot, gunner, or engineer, it's fun to have, especially with a group. Also, there is no better feeling than pulling the stick down to enter hyperspace. That is one of the coolest things ever. My my friend, he had ridden it before when I went on for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I was a pilot. He's like, sit there on the right side. I'm like, okay. And he goes, you're gonna want to pull that lever when it goes green. And you pull it back, and you get thrown into hyperspace. Yeah. Oh, it feels so cool. That's the one you do in the Millennium Falcon, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've done that one. That, it's, cool. it, it's pretty rad. Do you know there's Easter eggs in Smuggler's Run? I didn't. There is a Chewbacca mode you can do. So in the ride, typically, it's uh, there's a, there's a character they created for the attraction that's like he's he's kind of like telling you what to do. He's like, okay, shoot this. I'll go here. And it's like he's in another vehicle, kind of like co-piloting for you. If you do a certain thing where you like hold down buttons as you're starting up, if all six people do it correctly, Chewbacca will growl at the beginning and it's Chewbacca the whole time. 
That's very cool. Yeah, so it's just Chewbacca yelling at you. So it's not the other guy saying, like, do this, do this. It's literally just Chewbacca making Chewbacca noises. But it's kind of cool. I mean, because yeah. that's the closest thing to, like, a video game theme park attraction I've ever seen. Yeah. And so that I love that they can do stuff like that. You know, it's it's literally it's a big video game. And, and so that's cool. I love that they are. And apparently they've patched it and updated it. And you can get like there's there's different things. At one point you have to, you 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 collect this thing. Uh, it's like fuel or something. And there's another one. You have an opportunity to get a second one. And I always thought it was just, you know, no matter what was going to happen, it is, is always the same video. Turns out you can actually get the second one. You can, like, you can stop before you fall. There's a whole lot of things you can do if you know what you're doing in the attraction. What was it? We'll, was get, it, we'll do an episode on that one soon. Was it Rock and Roller Coaster where you could change the songs via Easter Egg? Uh, rip, rip, Ride, and Rocket. Rip, Ride, and Rocket. That okay. one, you literally, there's like a thousand songs you can pick from yeah. over Universal But Florida. you said there were like Easter Egg songs you could program. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think I always say Rip, Roar, and Rocket. It's actually Rip, Ride, and Rocket. Rip, every ride, every ride, time okay. I mention that, people get on to me about that uh kisa 13 or kisa xiii says i know it's cliche but i'd like a pass for haunted mansion oh that's lovely that's that's such a good one that's a, it's a nice air conditioned one it's relaxing peaceful that's a good one and then i picked one random winner out of everyone who who, who asked there everyone who, who gave us an answer lots and lots of answers a lot of velocity coasters in there legit purpose says how about the star wars galactic star cruiser <laughs> Let's just get a pass to that. Yeah, that'd be the way yeah, to do okay. it. There you go. I think. Uh, yeah. So Galactic Star Cruiser is now open, and a lot of people have been riding it. And, uh, and apparently, it's apparently it's it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. I still don't know if it's worth six thousand bucks, but uh, pretty neat attraction. That's a used Ford Taurus. That's that's a trip to Europe and just go yeah. to all the European oh. parks. But anyway, uh, yeah. So there you go. That's all of our answers. Thank you very much. Congratulate congratulations again to Legit purpose i will be reaching out to you at some point get your information and we will send you a park map autographed by jeff and myself now the question for this week's episode that i'm asking of you actually came from the comments i like this question a lot and i figured i'd share it with you guys from snipper 16 says if there was one ride you would want the community to group ride what ride would you choose and i like that a lot so like if we were to ride like as a big group get like all the pass holders out there ride it all together what would you do he says mine would be the disneyland railroad yes it's a bit slower more of a transport but with a group a group ride you can chat to the people around you get to know each other and that kind of, and what kind of things they like what rides or foods or for instance and no similar interest in the park and like they yeah, well, yeah 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 so what what would you like to ride with like a big group of people Jeff? i mean i guess i'm i guess i would want it to be the longest and the railroads sit a whole lot of people ride. Ride, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I feel like Velocicoaster might make sense because it's, uh, I don't know, kind of integral to the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was and, pretty uh, early on. One of our, uh, one of our early uh, big moments was getting to go and ride that and uh, ride it early. <laughs> so maybe that, um, but yeah, or, or something, something kind of big and slow that would allow us to talk and hang out. Yeah, that'd be fun. Ben, Ben, you have something. Fast and the Furious Supercharged. <laughs> because you're getting a bunch of annual pass members on a party bus That's for true. like a whole ride. That is true. You know? That is true. Oh, man. It's funny you mentioned Fast and Furious Supercharged because that's going to be next week's episode of Annual Pass. I Finally. I figure we would dive into it. So there's your little tease for next week's episode. I would love to see us all on uh, something like Rock and Roller Coaster, something that we could have a lot of fun on. They yeah. come on just like full of energy afterwards or like Tower of Terror would be a lot of fun, too. That'd be a great group photo. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So anyway, let us know in the comments what you think would be a good community ride to ride over at RoosterTeeth.com and we'll pick a winner and send out a, a theme park map. But that'll do it for today. Today's episode, Jeff. Do you feel like you learned anything today? I do, Jack. You do. Well, what, what do you think you learned? I learned. Uh, well, I'm just going to deliver it directly to you. Go I ahead. learned about you today, Buzzy, and I learned that you're out there somewhere. You're probably scared. <laughs> 
You're probably uh, full of despair, but don't despair because you will be found. It may not be us, but somebody out there. Justice will be done. You will be rescued. If you, if you can hear my voice, have hope. <laughs> Never give up hope, Buzzy. Justice will be done. That'll do it. Thank you very much, Jeff. I appreciate it. I know Buzzy appreciates that, too. So thank you very much, everyone, again, for listening and watching over at YouTube.com slash Annual Pass. Don't forget to join our Discord link in the description. Hopefully not an expiring link anymore. Go to RoosterEath.com. Leave comments. We lo I love the comments. I love the questions over there. And, uh, and yeah, and that'll do it for this week. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Grab a shirt in the store, store.roosterteeth.com. We will see you next time for even more. Don't forget to sign up for Wine and Nine. And uh, take care of yourself. Bye.